welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. <laughs> so this is my first time with guests, and this is my first time uh, with guests on Blog Talk. And so, hi everybody. <laughs> How's it going? So, um, so we're so on this week. So this week's episode is um, I've got Julie Styles and Marnie Branco here with me, and and this is just going to be like we're just going to chat with you. Um, but we are creating a class. We're actually creating a bigger class called Master Content Creator. Um, but we wanted to start with one call that we're calling "Stop Stopping and Start Writing." And I'm really glad you guys are here. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad we're here too. Thanks for having us, Crystal. Yeah, and thanks for being with me on my first ever having guests and doing Facebook Live and all the things with all the things because I got to do 15 things at the same time. <laughs> so, um, so where do we want to start today, girls? We can start anywhere, but I'm just wondering, do you hear echo or is it just me hearing echo? I, don't have I hear one as well. Oh, okay. How we can, how does it, we can still talk. We'll just hear ourselves say everything twice. I'll mute myself while I'm not talking. Okay. Oh, actually, no, there's still an echo, but let's just roll with it. Let's go. Cool. Well, so um, one of the reasons I wanted to have you guys on is that you you both have a brilliance with creating content and writing and, and, and putting stuff out into the world that is different from what I do. So I'm, I'm really excited to talk about that. The other thing that I wanted to throw into the mix was one of the things I became aware of as I was creating the show and the call is um that is that there's a way that is that writing can be a tool writing is a tool to create and it can create you know books or blogs or whatever but when i look at like what i use my writing for it's it's to create a future of some sort like it's you know to create the future of my business or the future of the future really the future kind of but you know like to create stuff so i i wanted to just throw that in the mix and go like um uh, what do you guys what do you guys know about that and then how does writing play into that and and what where do we want to like where can we start with all of that does anybody is that pinging anybody yeah oh julie you too yes please pinging both of us you go <laughs> well yeah and one of the things that i first think of when i'm thinking about writing is i think of it as an invitation to somebody so, you know, when I'm going to write something, it's like, what's the invitation? What do I want to invite people to here? And that can definitely be a future. It can be like a sense of, you know, what's the new reframe that you want? Or what's the, what is it that you want to create? Or how do you want to be in your life in a different way? And so it's absolutely creating a different future in that way, because it's always inviting people to something. One of my favorite questions is if I was inviting people to a different possible future, what would I choose? What would I change? And what would I create? And so when I look at that, like an include writing, kind of, I would say one of the first steps to that is I would say to someone who's looking at that from the perspective of writing is what do you know? And what is your message? And what is the thing that just makes you like come alive that you go, man, I wish this was in the world. And I know a stopping place for a lot of people is whatever that message is, whatever that you is that you'd love to get out into the world. And sometimes there comes this thing of, well, everyone else has already said that, or at least someone else has already said that. So what do I actually have to say that's different than anyone else has to say? And so I would just really say to that is, even if someone else is talking 
about a similar thing, nobody says it the way that you says it. You says it. That that's really great grammar. So for right, <laughs> nobody says it the way that you says it. <laughs> nobody says it the way that you say it. So how do you say it? What is your voice? And would you be willing to have it and use it, even if you've got mind chatter that's telling you that it's already been said or you don't know how to say it well or whatever? Would you be willing to step past that and say it anyway? Yeah, I know when I first started with this whole CFing thing, you know, I was in my late 30s and, you know, early 40s, and I, I'd done a lot of journaling and writing on envelopes and things like that, but I had never really, you know, used my writing to express, I guess, to be become an expert in the world or to, to express tools that were working in my life or, you know, I hadn't used it towards that at all. And I remember when I first started writing stuff from that place of like, no, I don't know everything, but I know this thing and how it is in my world. And I can invite you to that. And I know, you know, it's like, I know, I know this much and this is how it shows up in my world. And this is sort of the way I see things. And the response from other people, as people started to sort of get a glimpse into the way I see things and, and that seemed to open up the way that they saw things. That was this really incredible experience for me of like having more value for the way that things came out of me that didn't come out of Gary that way or Dane that way or anybody else that I admired. Um, and that requires a level of vulnerability, which is I get where a lot of people stop writing or they, they write, but they don't put it out into the world. And Crystal, that's one of the things that you do really amazingly is there's a vulnerability in what you share. And so another piece of kind of getting over that hurdle is really the willingness to drop the walls, drop the barriers, have a sense of vulnerability and just be willing to show people, hey, here's my journey. Here's where I learned about this. And here's where I fucked it up royally. Here's where I hit the wall. Here's where I fell apart. And here's how I got back up. So it's sort of like dropping the barriers, the facade, the mask and being willing just to lower it and be the vulnerable space of you and what you say and what you write. And the thing that's really beautiful about that too, for both of you, Marnie and Crystal, is that it, being that vulnerability, it's it's also stepping into then recognizing that your experience and your viewpoint is actually valuable to other people. That like the way you see the world is different than the way anybody else sees the world. And that when you put that out, people actually, it actually can expand and again, create that different future for other people because they're able to then take on or you know see the world through your eyes you know to a certain extent so yeah and we do have questions coming in on the live so i'll get to those you guys thank you for keep posting your questions i wanted to just say one thing more about that julie is that i think one of the things that really um inspired me to start writing like that was i was i always gravitated towards books like eat pray love um all the books that sort of like took an individual's journey and like illuminated it and I always found myself in those books. You know, it was funny. It's, it's, you, th you think sort of like the opposite would occur if you're just talking about yourselves, but no, it was like, oh my gosh, somebody put into words that thing that I've always been aware of or that place where I had no words, you know, and that, that was so freeing for me. And I think we undervalue a lot. Like, you know, our ability to put things into words actually gives language and voice and, um, life almost to to a lot of the things that a lot of us are aware of that maybe we may have no language for 
Hmm. Yeah. And the other piece of that too, I think is that the more specific, like a lot of times when we think we're really personal, we think that it, nobody's going to relate to it. But one of the things that I found in writing is that the more personal you are, actually the more universal it gets. So it's kind of this weird, like opposite thing where it's like, how can, how can this work? Where it's like the more personal I am, the more people can actually relate to it. I love that. The more mm. you are, the, that's so true. Yeah. Were you going to? Yeah, I love that too. That was awesome. And I just know that sometimes I can hear something said a million times, but when somebody takes it and they tell it through the lens of their story and their experience, all of a sudden I go, oh, ding, ding, ding. I get it now. So it's just when we're willing to be the voice and put our words to paper, we get to be that for someone else where they might've heard something a million times, but our story or our experience with it or the way we say it kind of turns on the light bulb. Yeah. um, You know, Catherine was writing, I'm having, she puts it in quotes, I'm having troubles of talking slash writing about stories about me. I'm wondering like what we could, so has that ever been true for either one of you? Have you ever had a hard time about writing about yourself? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, so the first thing that comes up for me is we sort of on this journey, we, we realize our stories are insignificant. It's just a story. Right. It's just something we tell ourselves that we made up, that we stop ourselves with. But that doesn't mean that we can't use our story to connect with where other people are actually functioning. So it's like, would we be willing to tell our story without attaching to our story, without believing our story, but recognizing that it's actually a gift that invites somebody who's still functioning there to get that something else is possible? Yeah. Do yeah. Well, yeah, I, I definitely struggled with with that too. And, you know, the kind of story that I get caught in for me around that is actually that, you know, it's kind of the opposite of what I said earlier. You know, so if I tell my own story as a coach, for example, like a lot of what I do is coaching. And I feel like if I tell my own story, then it's sort of crossing this line of being too personal as a coach. And, you know, it's it's something that I've kind of had to work through a lot myself. It's like, no, it's, it's actually can be valuable to tell, you know, my own story or pieces of my own story as it applies because of exactly what Marnie said. It's like, it's speaking to like where somebody already is and helping them see like that there is a way through it and they can, you know, they can emerge from wherever they are to a different place. And just a little more logistical piece of that though, when you do use your story, you almost have to amp it up of telling people what it has to do with them. So when you see a writer tell their story and it's just about their story, you've lost your readers. Tell your story, but tell them why it matters to them. Tell them how it connects to them. Tell them what you're inviting them to. So just a little technical piece on on that. Well, I usually start with, um, at least in my world, I'll start with like exactly that. It's like, what is it? What's the point of my story? I usually start with like the piece that I want to communicate and then I'll go, okay, so how I got here was, my yeah. um, I know personally for me, like I am really vulnerable. And then there's these places where I've decided that, you know, uh, well, I, this is literal six figure coach, a, a high end coach can't be talking about that stuff or use that kind of language or, you know, have all these weird points of view about needing to create a persona while being vulnerable. And <laughs> so that's been really weird for me. And 
one of the things I've done to dismantle that in my own world, because I'm really aware that your point of view creates your reality, and I'm not really interested in being limited by points of view. So as soon as I discover, I'm like, well, how can I untweak this one, you know, is, is actually inviting myself to sharing that, you know, like I'll go, I bet you've never functioned from this, but I'm not bright, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And here's what was going on for me. And here's what I'm inviting myself to that you could maybe invite yourself to if that's ever something that you struggle with. And people go, oh my God, thank you for talking about that thing that I've kept secret for so long that I've been afraid of sharing that I haven't wanted to talk about because it's so judgeable. And so that's what I would say to anybody who's like troubles of talking or writing about yourself is like, you know, what's the one, what's the stickiest place for you? Invite yourself to write about that and go, what, what tool am I using? And what could I invite other people to look at too with this whole thing? Yeah, because when you dare to say what no one else wants to dare to say, because it is such a judgeable thing or whatever, then all of a sudden it's like the deep breath of, you mean I can talk about that? You mean I'm not the only one? And what does that invite people to? Yeah, we think so much of, our lives or what goes on in the deep recesses of our lives like secret and hidden and i mean everything from like sexual abuse to emotional like to really overt secret things to like secretly i am a money-grubbing whore (laughs) something really like really random you know that you wouldn't even be like oh i I would never actually admit that in public right but that what i've discovered is like the more i'm willing to like go i'm a money-grubbing whore I hate that about me. And right now the tool that I'm using is, you know, I don't know. There's something about that that like lowers barriers and like opens people up. And so I guess my, my general invitation to anybody watching this would be like, what would it take for you to just start playing with, you know, putting pieces of your story out there, especially the ones where you're like, you know, really sort of uncomfortable because I, I find like so many other people are, and I think for me, like that was just, I know that there's so many other people that are as uncomfortable that don't have company there, you know, that keep themselves alone and keep themselves quiet and locked in their own little uncomfortable box. And I'm like, I just want you to know that you're not by yourself. Like you're, <laughs> and that's, that's just one of the gifts that writing has been in my world for sure. And one of the ways that it just creates a really different future of where we don't have to be on our own little islands struggling. We can actually go, wow, there's like at least one other person out there that maybe I'm not as fucked up as I think I am or I am. And it's just fun. <laughs> and it's okay. I'm just over it. <laughs> right. Well, and if you didn't have to do it like anyone else, I mean, how often do we start to do something and we start to look around and see who else is doing it and how they're doing it? And then how should I do it in comparison to that and blah, blah, blah. And then we just like mind fuck ourselves and we never start, you know, so if you could just write as you and not have to compare it to how anyone else does it or how it looks for anyone else, how much more fun would it be and how much more of a future would it create? Yeah. We, um, I don't know. I don't know if I fully understand this question, but Celine was asking, "What is your point of view?" And she speaks French in her original language. So, what is your point of view about invitation, about access class, all the things, whatever country? <laughs> so, if I understand the question right, so like inviting to different countries, different cultures. Do you hear it that way? That's how I heard it too. Like, you know, do you? Okay. Want to- So what can you be aware of, I guess, when you're... Yeah, and I would say, how much are you actually able to tap into the energy of a culture, even if you don't really know it? 
So it's like when you just be in the space of, huh, I wonder what they can hear. And I wonder how they can hear it. And what are the words required? And just be in the space of question for it. And then there's like these little whispers or trickles where you sort of get a sense of something and just go with that. And, and here's the thing is that even though we have different cultures and languages and all of that, there is a commonality in that whole judgeable piece and judging ourselves and what we make ourselves wrong for and the things that we desire in life. There's just a commonality that's to all of us. So I would also look at wherever we create separation based on languages or cultures rather than recognizing the oneness that's actually there. And from that space, what would I say? Yeah, and I love that you use so many questions while you're writing. I think so much of this for me doesn't have as much language, so it's really it's cool for me to listen to the questions that you have, because truly when you do ask a, a question about like what can you you know you, you actually do receive the information, and it's yeah. experience. It's almost like if you just allow yourself to receive it and start writing or start creating, that whatever matches that is gonna I'm gonna say feel right. It's gonna you're gonna have the sense of like ah that. You know that it's going to be in that groove of what you're aware of yeah i've noticed we all use the same world to invite access classes even me it's kind of boring yeah so i mean you know what i've realized about myself Colleen, and whoever else has the same thing is when i'm aware that something needs to change i'm usually one of the ones to change it <laughs> and and what like my question would be to you is like what are you aware of and what capacity do you have with invitations that you may not have even used yet or flexed your wings on yet and you know what are you what could you create and put into the world that would be different um i have to play with that i play with that all the time and yeah do you guys have anything on that well just kind of what you said it's like what's what's the invitation as it would come from you so kind of like Marnie was saying, rather than looking at what everybody else has been doing and inviting people to a class the way everybody else invites, it's like, what would be your unique way of trying to, or of inviting somebody to a class? Yeah. And I would just add to that, the point that you're hitting on is there's a lot of access speak, which is words that not everybody gets. And so really being aware of, if somebody's at a coffee shop and they picked up a magazine and there was something I wrote in there, what could they actually hear and understand? What actually translates into their language? And so sometimes, and, and I will do even just simple things like take the word contribution. And if I'm stuck, I go look up antonyms for contribution and like start to get what's a different word that people actually can hear that maybe has, but that has the same energy of this, but it's a different word. Yeah, and I do something, I even go one step further, well, I do it a little different, so I, when I, sometimes with these access words, I'm aware that I don't even understand them. Right? <laughs> like, I use this word <laughs> over and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck it means, I just use, you know, and so like, I will break it apart for myself, I'll be like, what is this? Like, I'll ask myself what this is, like, what does this even, what does this mean to me? Does this mean anything to me? Does this, do I even get this? What, what other, so I start breaking it apart for myself and that's when I get, and then when I start to get an epiphany of it, that's when I'll share it with the world. I'm like, oh my God, so those words. So it's a little bit more like this and I'll start painting pictures of it. But when I'm using language in the creation of my stuff that doesn't light me up, like I'm not 
that thing's going to go nowhere. And it's not just the language because it's, it's not just the language. The language is like the reflection of the energy. And I think what I've noticed, what, what, what can happen with the creation of classes or anything is you try to use the right language instead of using the language that actually um, either matches what people can hear or matches the energy or gives people, puts a question in people's world or, you know, it's like, because there is no right language. There's just language. And there's all these different A, B, C, D, E, F, G blocks that we can move around and put together. And so, you know, how can we put them together in a way that actually creates something interesting for us? I've got to be interested in what I'm creating or, you know, and, and I've added to that mix for myself anyway, you know, what Gary talks about in business time calls, which is, um, you know, inviting people to what makes them feel good instead of a different and greater possibility that I think they should want, you know, and, you know, creating a question in their world. And what, what can I call this that we create a question in their world? So for me, that's a creative challenge of like, okay, so what is that? And I'm asking different questions, which is bringing out different language. And so, um, and Catherine's saying there's something where I don't get it with the invitation. Catherine, you'll have to say more. <laughs> While she's doing that too, I, I, I love what you said, Crystal, there about painting a picture with your language and whatever you're doing, because that is, it's like that's, especially when you are trying to tap into the energy of something and then write about it, it's, it really is like painting a picture with words. And it's a totally different way to kind of think about writing than the linear way that most of us were really taught to write. Yeah, and it's, myself, that's a good sign that I need to change track. Yeah, exactly. But there's a congruence too with what you were saying, Crystal. It's like the congruence of here's what I'd like to say, but I'm actually congruent with the energy of my words. I actually, like what you said, is you've taken it into your own life and experience and broke it, broken, broken it down, you know, got it down to the small part where it's like, oh yeah, that. And then there's a congruence between what you're desiring to say and what's true for you. And that has a whole different feel. Yeah, and I had to play with this to really get it for myself too. I guess I just want to put that out there for all of you that are going to be beginning to play with this and like play with it on Facebook and play with it in landing pages or anything having to do with class creations. Like I had to play with to see to see what this was for me. Like this wasn't just an overnight thing of like I got I got this nailed, you know, and and what does this create? And what does this language create? What does this invitation create? And do I use the word like? For me, using the word invitation in videos is annoying, so I don't use it. You know, <laughs> I use something else. Um, but yeah, so like, what what language can I use, and what can I actually say here? What am I inviting people to? Not like what bars class, you know, bars class is a bars class is a bars class. What am I inviting them to? What language matches what I'm aware of? And that's when that congruence, like people detect it, you know, in in everything, and so. Um, I'm always looking at that, whether it's language or visuals or anything. And you brought up a really good point that you had to play with it. And I get what happens for a lot of people is they try to write something once or twice and it's not there. And then they conclude that they can't or that there's something wrong with them or whatever. And the space of playing with it and being willing to play with it, not to get it right, not to do it a certain way, but to actually play with it and not to quit just because the first two things you read, you're like, that's crap. Doesn't mean you can't do it. How could you play with it in a way that's fun? Yeah. And like, just as an example, like I, we, I was, 
playing with different ways of inviting people to our call. And I just, I sat down and I just started writing. And what I did is I wrote my moment. So I was sitting in my room and the breeze and the gulls. And I started writing this moment. I'm like, I have no idea what this is going to create. Cause this is not sales copy. This is just moment, but I've never done this before. Like just with the Facebook link at the end of it, I got like, I don't know, 45 likes. I know a lot of times my posts get two to 300. So it was like on Facebook, it was like, meh. But it was also on a Saturday and but I had to play with something different to see, you know, what does this do? Like, does this create anything? Does this create interest? Does this create people choosing the class? Is it something else that would be more fun? Um, and that, yeah, I play, I play with that all the time. You just keep going. Yeah. You don't stop. So I guess we've got like six minutes. Um, so I'm also aware that there's this place with, you know, we, we're calling our call stop stopping and start writing. And um, I know for me, I'm looking forward to getting a lot out of the call in terms of like actually getting a book written because right now that's where I stop myself with creating classes. I got all that now. You too. <laughs> <laughs> um, Julie, do you have, I mean, what do you guys have around this whole topic of like, how do you stop stopping and start writing? Like, what is that? Well, and some of it, there's a couple of different pieces, of course, I would say to that. And one of them is becoming really aware of where, what is it that you're telling yourself that's stopping you? So, I mean, I wrote about this in the post that I wrote, you know, for the class, which was that, you know, I have a book that I, I have like three or four books that I've been trying to write forever. And yeah, yeah 18, 50, 18 million books that I've been trying to write forever. And, you know, the, when I finally looked at, but I wasn't writing them. So when I finally looked at why am I not working on any of these, you know, it's like, yeah, I could go to time or I could go to whatever, but really it's like this thought was like, well, what's the point of writing it? You know, it's like, I already wrote a book and I didn't get it published. And so, so what, like, what's gonna, why should I bother writing this? But once you uncover what that thought is, then you use all the tools you have and all the questions you have. And it's like, oh, you can move past that, you know, clear that thought and then start writing. And I actually did. I looked at that, you know, I looked at what I was telling myself, I used the tools that I have. And now I've been writing this, you know, been working on this book for the last like two weeks. So I'm going to use myself here for a second. So like one of the things that goes on for me with a book is I will get the whole sense of it immediately. I get the whole energetic download and then I go to writing it and it takes too long. I'm like, I'm like, I cannot in a split second get this whole book out of my fingers in like 2.5 seconds. And that's actually what I require right now. You know, and Gary talks about writing 20 minutes a day. And I'm like, but but it's going to be gone tomorrow. Like, I'm not even going to have that same sense tomorrow. And so I just stop. Well, I'll start. I'll start. And then I stop. <laughs> so what do you help? Marnie, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Go, Julie. <laughs> well, I mean, a couple of things with that that I would say was the first one is like, are you being, are you attaching yourself to what the energy is in that moment and feeling like it always has to be that? Yes, and it won't. It's going to change. And it's going to change. And are, can you be okay with that? No. <laughs> this is why I'm not writing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be buying the call. Um, <laughs> buy it and facilitate it. <laughs> okay. So then, you know, so then like tomorrow when it, the energy is different and the voice is different, because that's the other thing, like, you know, in this moment, 
uh, it's coming out of me in this voice and with this tense and I'm talking in the first person and maybe tomorrow it comes out in a different voice and a different tense. So is that something that just, you just do it, choose it and then throw it to an editor sort of idea? I, I would say that's one thing. The other thing I do when my fingers aren't moving fast enough is I stop typing and I pull out my recorder and I talk the energy of what I am knowing right then. Because I can go blah, 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 blah. And it's recorded and my fingers aren't going to move that fast. And then I can either walk away and come back or it's like, ah, I'll listen and do some of it now. But then tomorrow, even if the energy's changed, if there's elements of that that I want to extrapolate, I've got it on a recording. I haven't missed it. Cool. So 90 seconds. Wait, 90 seconds. Ah, that was too fast. I know. Dang. Okay, so what uh, if we could give our readers, not readers, <laughs> we're talking about writing. <laughs> Watchers, one tool. <laughs> what would it be? Or two. Is there anything we want to wrap up with? Just have fun. Like start writing and have fun with it. Whatever you, you know, whatever you want to write about. I'm a very bossy radio show. She is bossy. <laughs> I would say, I would say let go of having to do it linear. And I could talk forever about this, but we learn to read and write like da 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 da. And then if our brains don't work that way, we decide we can't write. And if we are willing to see that we can actually write in a way that's not linear, a whole new space opens up. Yeah, and I would say come on the call because like if you yep. have any sense of you desire to write, just come play with us because we're actually going to be taking you on a whole journey with us and with you. And um, so we'll put the link somewhere in the in the comments and in the text. But yeah, and so thank you guys so much. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Together more. Yes. Yay. We'll see you guys later. Thank you very much. Okay. Bye. Ten seconds. Hold on, we're not leaving yet. I have to end and then end, and we're still live on Facebook. If you guys like this, share it. Um, and we are gonna. We're still live on Facebook. So yeah, and um. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> See you on the call. <laughs> Bye. Bye.